Welcome to the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast with me, Jatia Jones. Join us weekly for everything clarity. The truth is, once you have clarity, you'll have the confidence and courage to succeed in life and business. If you're new to the podcast, you should know my goal is to help you gain the clarity needed to transform your visions, goals, or dreams into reality. For my OG listeners, you all know that the podcast was birthed from the evolution of Mocha Monday's tip of the week. So when we moved to the podcast, I couldn't just leave you without your mocha. Therefore, at the beginning of each episode, I give you your drop of mocha and you are to implement it throughout the week to help inch you closer and closer to clarity. This week's drop of mocha is, what do you want? When was the last time you asked yourself or have you ever asked yourself this question? This week, take some time and think about what you really want outside of anyone else. Journal about what life would be like if you actually had what you want. This week's guest is Candace Denise. She's a wellness influencer, creative director, and speaker. She's always been a visionary. It's what's fueled her in her 10 plus year career in the event planning industry. But as her interest and passions for wellness and advocacy grew, she knew that she could do more with her logistics skills, project management, and creativity. Her desire to inspire others eventually led to create CD Creative Loft, and now she works with highly ambitious and goal-driven women to prioritize and maintain a lifestyle centered around their well-being. Her goal is to help women take care of themselves because what you appreciate, appreciates. She's an avid believer that wellness comes from within and that we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies, minds, and spirits. As the narrative around the importance of self-care has shifted, she realized that more and more career-driven women need help discovering how to foster work-life balance or harmony in their lives. This revelation pushed her to explore affecting change on a larger scale, and now she works with both individuals, organizations, and companies to educate as many women leaders, founders, and CEOs as she can. Currently, Candace is based in Maryland and is a proud alumni of Johnson C. Smith University and member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Hello, hello, ma'am. Hello there, lady. How you doing? (laughs) I'm well. How are you? You know, I can't complain. The weather is amazing today, so I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) I know, right? Because <laughs> the groundhog claimed we're going to have six more weeks, but I'm not here for it. I feel like every year is the, the groundhog claims this, so I'm over it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, they've already had your formal bio, but if you'll just let the good people know who you are, what you do. Sure. So I'm Candace Denise. I am a wellness influencer, a well-being coach and speaker as well as creative director. And I work with women to um, essentially help them and empower them to choose self-care every day, simplify self-care every day so that they can be sustainable in their lives and in their businesses. Mm-hmm. So you guys heard her say creative director. She was my creative director. So those beautiful photos that you see out in these internet streets, thankful all things go to her right all things <laughs> go to her because <laughs> if it was left up to me <laughs> no that listen that was all you I was just 
helping bring this magic that was already there. So I'm grateful to be a part of it. But ma'am, you showed up and showed out. So let us not even take all the credit over here. Okay. So let me no, do that. We have to. We have to. <laughs> because just briefly, you guys need to know that I was so confused because y'all know this year I'm diving all the way into multi-passion. So he kept asking me, so what's your story? What, what story do you want to tell? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so most of our creative director directing was to get me clear y'all. And that that's what she did. Um, because I was like, I think a little bit of this and a little, a little bit, of bit of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Thank you. You were. You got it. Listen, like I said, it's always there. Sometimes we just need somebody helping us to um, navigate, you know, show us a little bit of light down that road. But we already know the road. We just need somebody there to help guide us. So I'm grateful to be a part of the journey. And I, I listen, I'm excited. So she she you can't get rid of me, which I think I already told you. <laughs> Not going I'll anywhere, and I don't want you to. So thank you for that. Please stay close. Thank you. <laughs> so um, the, the reason why I think you are such a great fit for the podcast in this season as well, as well as talking to the multi-passionates, which I've committed myself and resolved that that's who I talk to anyway, um, because that's who I am, is mm-hmm. because you have multiple things that you have your hands in and you're doing them well. But on top of that, um, more recently, you made a pivot. And for most people, that is extremely paralyzing and terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the top questions that, you know, I hear is like, well, how do you know? And, Mm -hmm. you know, when is it the right time? And all of these good kind of things. And so I really wanted to dive into that today with you. Um, And so when I met Candace, she was um, really showing up online as the creative director kind of solely to me when I, when I found her. And since then it is the wellness and I'm loving the vibe and all the feels that, um, you're giving out there. And so I also remember you coming up with the vibe and the feeling and really being, you know, firm in what you wanted to present and how you wanted to present. And so if you'll just tell us a little bit more about your wellness community and the things you're doing there, and then we'll talk more about like, how did you know? Right. <laughs> how did you know? So that is like the question of all questions. And it's, this is going to sound super cliche, but honestly, it was, I just had a feeling. It just was a feeling. And most of the time, you know, we know ourselves and we know when something feels aligned um, when it comes to things that we do and, and things that don't feel aligned. And so for me, I was feeling like, Personally, I was going in a certain direction in my life, just being more, as I like to call it, I became an advocate for my own well-being. And so that was something that was vital for me. And when you start seeing the power and the benefit of becoming your own advocate, because a lot of times we're in a position where we advocate for others, right? In our jobs, Mm. um, in in our personal lives, we're always advocating for others. But how often are we really saying, I'm going to be an advocate for myself and for my own well-being, not just my wellness, but my well-being, um, because wellness is just a part of your being, your human being. And so therefore, for me, it was seeing that this is where I'm just naturally gravitating to personally. 
And for me, I know that as a woman entrepreneur, my business is a part of who I am. Um, and so it just felt natural to shift my business in a place of where I'm going so that it feels aligned. It didn't feel disconnected because if I'm going to be spending all this time working on this thing, doing this thing, giving my time and energy to it, I wanted it to be so parallel to just feel like skin, right? Just like so such a part of me. Um, so that was really how I knew like it's time. It's time because you're doing this. You're doing this for you. You're seeing the benefits. So why not share that? And then while you're doing it, well, you have to, you know, you have a business, you need to make a livelihood. So why not shift the business to do that? Like you're enjoying this. And so, you know, I did that um, with my community. You know, I have so many different kinds of communities right now. I have like a text message community. And so that community is just a group of uh, with ladies, you know, you sign up and I send out just daily nuggets uh, pertaining to self-care and to wellness. Um, I have my Glow CEO community, which is a community I created for female entrepreneurs specifically about their self-care to kind of keep them reminded that that needs to be at the top of their thoughts versus at the bottom of their list. Um, you know, I don't believe that self-care should even be on a list, period. I think it should be a daily practice. So just like you breathe, you should take care of yourself. Um, and so that's the two communities. And then, of course, as I like to call it, my lofter community, which is anyone that follows me on my social media channels are my lofters. My business is CD Creative Loft. And so um, they're not followers. They're, they're my community. They're people that I feel like are interested in not me, per se, but the things that I can share with them so that they can be a better them in whatever that capacity is. Um, so right now, that's that's kind of, I guess, how and where and um, <laughs> what is going on. Mm -hmm, I love it. And I love that you, you said like skin, right? Because we are so often taught that they have to be separate, right? It's like business and then personal. Um, and that wellness shouldn't be on a list. It should just be part of your being. Like that's like we could stop the interview today. <laughs> that is the biggest thing that I've noticed in the different platforms in which I coach in is that mm -hmm. once people find like purpose or they're like, this is the thing because they've been on this journey for so long to find the thing. Yeah. That wellness is the first thing that goes. It's like they dive all in. All in. And Hershey means guilty, right? It's like, you don't notice until you notice. And it's like, why am I huffing and puffing going up these stairs? Because <laughs> you have not put this as a priority. It's like, you don't forgot that you actually need to walk. It's like, you just set your computer all day. And so I love, love, love that you said that. And the fact that you were clearly talking about not just followers, but your communities and how um, they they show up and how you show up in the community um, to make it easier. Because this journey, I mean, it's going to be difficult, but it doesn't have to be hard, I guess. Yep. Yep. It doesn't have to be. And, you know, for me, like the term follower, I mean, I get that that's what people, that's what we have to call it. And that's what they are. But I don't want you, as I tell my clients, like, don't follow me, right? Because I am you, I'm human. I 
stumble. I, I'm figuring it out, right? I don't wake up every day motivated. I don't wake up every day ready to slay the day, um, you know, or <laughs> as much as people think I don't have all the answers figured out. Some days I'm very uncertain on how to make something happen. I know I want it to happen, but I don't know how. And so the thing is, one thing I do know is that I do have to show up for me um, because I need me. Right. And so it's not so that don't follow me because right now I need me, mm-hmm. but be empowered, be inspired, uh, be encouraged by me, uh, be a part of my community, because as much as people don't realize, like your audience, they keep me accountable. They help me to stay the course of what it is that I'm trying to do um, and taking care of myself, because I'm reminded you have to make sure you're taking care of yourself because someone is seeing that, is learning from that on how to advocate for themselves. So I need me for me first, but I also need me for my community. And I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. Um, Showing up and holding accountable. Those are the two things that stood out because I remember when I first started doing Mocha Mondays and not let me not show up on a Monday. Like my DM was like, uh, ma'am, where are you? <laughs> I was like, part of me was like offended. Like, I mean, I, I, I got stuff to do. But at the same time, I was like, it, it empowered me to show up more for them, but to show up for myself. And it held me accountable because I was in a stage where I was giving from an empty cup and mm-hmm. I would give more to others than I would give to myself. Yeah. And so it really became this reciprocal thing where as much as I was pouring, I was being poured back into. And so it helped me realign and, and really acknowledge that, you know, yeah, you're doing it for you, but you're doing it for them too. And if you don't do for you, you can't do for them. Period. You know, and if you have, especially like, I think I I oftentimes like think about it too. I created a business Mm -hmm. and then I I decided to create a business page which meant I now am saying without saying that I want people to look at this, that I want people to see this, that I want to have eyes on this, right? You don't, and it's, and it's a public, it's a business page. Like it's not this thing that I'm like, I created this business. I don't want anyone to know. I'm just over here in this little room working and no one. So I have to understand that it comes with the territory. Like, how do I, how do I not think that I've been pumping all this marketing out or all of this information or all of this um, content and it's been helping people change their perspectives or see things differently or understand something or come into, um, you know, a, a conclusion or have affirmation. How do I expect that I've done all of this and then feel some type of way when it's no longer doing what I said I was out here doing and people are like, where is it, right? I can't, it, it's like, um, I, I said this to a client, it's like opening a brick and mortar store and you say that these are your business hours and then someone comes and knocks on the door and you're, <laughs> you're closed during business hours and they're, they're not understanding. They're like, what's happening here? That's how I feel about my content it this is my business too and so 
I have to keep the doors of my business open when I say these business hours are open because um, I don't want people coming in feeling like, you know, what is this all about? And so, yes, we have to have boundaries, you know, mm -hmm. um, absolutely. And that's why there's business hours. Um, but at the same time, you're a business. And so you have to be open for it and understand that that's what comes with it. So I, I get how you were feeling because, you know, I've had people like, hey, what's going on? And, you know, I can't even be mad. I'm like, be appreciative that somebody is even valuing what you do enough to say, give me more. Or can you do that again? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. or that people are even responding to you because in social media, they will hide. They they want <laughs> more, <laughs> but they will not talk. And you're like, now listen, I'm trying <laughs> to give you what you need, but can you talk back? So yes, yeah, yes yeah. That, definitely. Can you talk mm -hmm. back? Can you do that? And you know what I, I've realized too is like having people talk to you. I think people are also looking to see how we talk to them. And so even for the one person that does respond, or if it's just one person, like all these other people are not, then the thought is, but how are you responding to that person? Because people will feel comfortable in responding to you if they feel like you respond. And then when they see how you respond, you know, so they feel like when you respond, you have a certain air about you, or you have a certain like uh, demeanor that's just kind of unapproachable or, you know, not really, then they may feel afraid. They may want to say something, but they're like, I don't know if you're going to like try to make me feel some kind of way when I, you know, are you going to try to shame me or make me feel stupid or whatever that may be? So they don't. So they're looking. So people are sometimes just looking to see, as I like to say, double Dutch, right? Yeah. Like, when can I jump in? Like, I see, okay, this is my opportunity right here because I liked how the comments were. So it's really about how we engage when we do that helps welcome people to want to engage with us more mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's that's really good because I use double dutch as an analogy also for myself and for my clients right and so I know in the beginning for me I literally was like okay I'm ready <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go to it. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Once I got in, it was like, I'm doing it, right? Um, and so I know that feeling. Yes. And so I relate to it when when clients do that because. I've had a few of them tell me, well, I knew you were going to hold me accountable. And I was like, you were over there, double that. It's okay. It, I, I'm, I'm still turning the ropes whenever you're ready. <laughs> I love whenever it. You're ready. Um, and one, uh, another key word that you said was you created your business, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I think so many of us, whether we want to or not, consciously or subconsciously, tend to fall into the trap of, copying and not creating mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because this is my perception of what business should be like or what it looks like and I try to encourage people to show up as authentically as you can because then you're going to create a space um in a gap that you might not even know existed yeah right or yeah. or was desired as much but a lot of times like you said this is where your life was going and so you just naturally evolved in that direction and the and it, it shows online, like it's needed. Um, mm. And so the people will flock. If you build it, they will come, so to speak. Yes. Um, and just encouraging people to, to create that thing and then create the life you want around that thing and not mm -hmm. separate from, like you were saying. Yes, that's so good. Like create it. And here's the thing about creating, like 
understand that creating is going to be a process. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes we're afraid we want to create, but we're afraid that when we do create, it's not because it's not fully the picture we are envisioning. And, you know, the old saying, they didn't build Rome in a day. Um, and I tell people that even where my business pivoted now is not nearly where I see or where I had planned. Right. But I am, I had to start because you can't get there until you at least start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I had to start and just creating. Um, and I realized like when it feels true to me, it doesn't feel like work. It really does feel very enjoyable. And I need it to be something that I enjoy. Like I just, I've, I've done the, the thing where I've worked and I wasn't fulfilled, right? Where I was working in things and doing things and it was just like, this doesn't fulfill me. And so I'm not going to go in business for myself and create something that doesn't align for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to be able to be comfortable with being uncomfortable with knowing that it's not going to look like, <laughs> it's not going to look like what your business now is not going to look like it needs to look in five years, right? Like the creation and people appreciate that process. They, they appreciate it. I know personally right now I'm going through a thing where I'm doing these video journals um, where I'm basically doing my own documentary, I guess my own documentary um, where I record myself just doing these little blurbs talking about business and life and holding on to those little nuggets, right? Those are just my private little whatevers so that when this creation really gets to the place that I want it to be, that I can, I can look back for me and just see that video that said today I pitched to three brands and I didn't get any responses. Um, and I felt some kind of way about that. Right. Whereas though, I know at some point that I'll be like, oh my gosh, today I just got five deals and I'm having a hard time choosing which one. So I can be able to see what that looked like. So create, but understand that it's a process and it's not, it's not going to look how you want it to look. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, cause I always say clarity's in the doing, right? And so I find myself mm-hmm. now where I'm, I'm doing the doing, right? But yep. for me, it's literally changing. I feel like every other day and I'm like, yeah, you need to stick with, right? <laughs> but I'm like, but, but I know, like you said, yeah. that feeling when you know that that is where I need to go. And I'm like, but you literally are marketing this right now. You just want to take it down and go do this. Like you, but at the same time, I'm trying to give myself that, that space and that grace too, because I'm becoming clear as to how to better serve mm-hmm. and, and to do that. Right. Um, and so I love that you're, you're logging these nuggets because you know um, that it's coming. Right. And I know also for me, the hard part is I, I don't, I don't have a word for it yet. I, I can't call it angst. Mm. It's like a mix between anxiousness and excitement and yes. um, impatience, right? Because I can see it all the way over yes. there and I'm ready for it. Like, I'm ready for that. Right? <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's like, like you said earlier, you don't know 
how to get over there on today, but you know, that's where we're going. And so it's like, it's this ball of emotion on top of just everything else that's stirring because you do love what you do. You know, this is what you're supposed to do and you can see the, the forest and the struggle of figuring out the trees and being patient yeah. as you go through the wilderness yep. to get on the other side to the vision yeah. that you see. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, you touched on a lot of, a lot of good points with that one. I love that. I love that. Thank you for that. But I love even what you're saying as far as that that mixture of excitement and impatience and, you know, um, not knowing, but you know, I don't know, but I know, right? And so it's, it's, you allow that to drive you. And that even when you're saying, when you said I'm marketing this right now, but then I'm literally going to pick up and do this. And sometimes, you know, like you said, you gain clarity in doing that. Like I, I was saying to um, a friend of mine, I said, you know how Chick-fil-A, I'll use them because I feel like, you know, most people enjoy a good Chick-fil-A something. <laughs> Whether you're vegetarian, what, you enjoy something on there. I don't care if it's like the fruit cup or whatever. So <laughs> But they have on, they have the standard menu and then they have the seasonal menu and they come and they change things out. Right. And so we have the basic, like the salads, um, you know, they have standard salads, but then, right. But then like there was this lemon kale salad that they were selling that I really loved. And so this is, I'm, this is not a paid ad, everyone. I am paid for that. I'm going to say that, but then it was gone. And it was only there for like a month or two, right? Same thing with milkshakes. Mm -hmm. They'll have like, they have the, the standard, right. And then they have these, like the peach and then the peppermint or this, like they bring in these different things. And I said, well, if they can do that, why am I not allowed to do that? And no one questions it. Okay. No one questions that today the peppermint shake was there. They're selling all the other shakes too, but they decided to toss this one in there. And as a, as a matter of fact, we're going to toss in this type of salad too. And then maybe in two months, heck, or whatever have you, just like that, they're gone. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a business as well. And I think sometimes because we're smaller, we're not big brand names that we don't feel like we can um, incorporate the same kind of techniques or ap apply those things to ourselves. And so I'm like, all they're doing is trying out to see what works and what doesn't either. Someone sat in a decision room and said, well, what if we did this? Let's give it a go. And if it works, we'll bring it back. And if it doesn't, we won't. And so that's how I started looking at myself because I'm like, everyone does it. And even when it comes to rebranding, which is why when I pivoted, I was like, I'm changing the whole thing. I've seen um, brands that have been around forever and they decided to tweak the logo mm -hmm. or change the colors a little bit or, you know, elevate things. So they did it. Why can't I? And I think I've just always had that mentality, even as a child, like, well, if it, why can't I? Well, why can't I? And so, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but I think that has been very helpful in giving me freedom and not feeling ashamed or guilty in how I pivot and how I create because I'm no different. No, my account doesn't look like the CEO of a Chick-fil-A, I'm sure right now, but it has the potential to do so. 
that's what I was thinking as you were talking to, um, well, two things, but to that point, you already have that budget vision. You're just not there yet. Come on. And then number two, just like they have a plethora of things on the menu, the base normally is chicken because they're called Chick-fil-A, right? And what I tell all the multi-passionates out there is you do one thing, you just do it in a bunch of different ways. Mm. So once you find that common thread, your piece of chicken, then you can have the plethora of things. So you can have Gloshi, oh, and you can have the wellness and you can have the lofters, right? Yep. Because at the end of the day, you know what you do, that piece, that common thread, and it's you. Um, And so that's how you're able to do it well. So as you were, I I love that analogy (laughs) because I was like, yeah, and they do do that to me. And they do. And guess guess what you do? You come right on back and get whatever's available. And get excited when they bring it And I'm like, so why not do that for your audience or for your community or your customers or clientele? You know, I think we are so afraid to to be, to to try, to see. And some things work and some things don't, right? Like it's the same, like, I mean, I could go on and on for brands and thinking about it. Like Lay's potato chips is really big for this. They have all these different flavors that they'll try. Come on, I didn't (laughs) even know. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) They will do like pickle and cucumber ranch flavor. That's just for a season. They're just trying it out and see. Not with the wrappers. The Migos got a, got a bag of chips. And they got with the wrapper. Like they're like, it worked and it didn't. And so sometimes we got to give ourselves the ability to try as a multi-passionate try. And if it doesn't work, that's okay. You did not fail. You learned. Exactly. You did not fail. You learned. You learned something to go and do something else or try something else. And I, I personally believe that the gift doesn't change even if the talent does. Exactly. My gift is to inspire, help, encourage people, mm-hmm. even if the talent changed. So at one point I was helping people as an event planner when I had an event planning business. Gift still, see what I'm saying? (laughs) Then the talent changed to creative directing. Now I'm helping in brand shoot capacity. Gift still the same, talent changed. Now I am helping in advocating for your own well being. Same gift, different talent. So, you know, same script, different cast. Give yourself the ability. Do not feel like I'm all over the place. And no, you actually, like you said, your base is your chicken, your base is your gift. Mm-hmm. it's okay if it fluctuates and it flows in different talents depending on different seasons depending on where you are personally yeah depending you know I've seen lawyers people who are lawyers close their whole business to go and pursue something completely different because it was aligning with where they were or where they are now and there's nothing wrong with that. I think we have to start changing the narrative. And I love that you're having conversations like this. Like, thank you for creating spaces and places to have these conversations for people like you and I to feel comfortable with being who we naturally are. Because for so long, we've been told that something was wrong. When in actuality, there's so much right. We just didn't know it. Yeah. 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 Oh, thank you. Um, you know, the what I've realized going through the life thinking something was wrong is that 
um, Erica Baidu recently said something about the percentage and the numbers, but it's very minute, those that are really, truly, really leaders, mm-hmm. because they start with those that are leaders so young, mm-hmm. trying to force them to dim their light. Mm-hmm. Because when their light shines bright, everybody else realizes, well, I guess I need to step up to the plate too, right? right. And, and they don't want to, or they're uncomfortable, or they don't have the courage yeah, yeah, or yeah. the confidence to really step out there, like you said earlier, and be like, well, why can't I? Right. Um, I recently said I was that kid. I was probably annoying mm. as a kid. I was like, but why? But but why? It has to just make sense. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then I am somewhat of a rebel where I'm like, well, no, we, let's make it make sense. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's like, it, it might not create right now, but we're going to make something that makes this make sense. Um, and so I love that you said that because the gift is the gift. And it's not the skill, but the skill and the mm-hmm. talent that mm-hmm. you pick up along the way help you better navigate your gift. So mm-hmm. all of the different things that you've done along the way help you relate to your clients. Now you in your she, your glow CEO space, no matter what client comes in, that's right. You're like in your head, me too, girl. Right. So you can really relate. To things that they may be feeling or right. going through to help them glow and be a better CEO. Yeah. And so all of those things just really helped you um, shine and, and uh, what am I saying? Massage and mature yes. your gift that mm. you were given. Because it is a gift. You've been cherry plucked, in my opinion, by That's God. It. That's it. To do this thing. Like, we feel like it's a gift and a curse sometimes, especially as we're navigating those seasons. Right. But it's nothing but a gift for you to be able to help people with their gifts go on and continue to be givers. Yeah. So I love that you said that. So I know you are on a tight schedule today. I don't <laughs> want to take up a lot of your time. I do want to ask good. you a few questions that sure. I always ask everyone, not okay. a right or wrong answer, just okay. you know how you feel about it. All right. Um, but what's something you've had to or may still have to accept about your past, present, or future so that you can reach the infinite heights in your business that you see over there? Mm. Okay. Right. <laughs> so wait a whole minute. What is something that I still need to accept about my past, present, or future, right? Mm-hmm. Or something you've already accepted, like, you okay. know, lesson learned. But yeah, about your your life's journey that you know you needed to embrace or just accept so that you can be free to be, like you were saying earlier. Okay, love it. So I will take something that I just said in a coaching session with the client prior to hopping on here. Mm-hmm. I learned something that I have learned is of course, we know there are things we can control and things we cannot control. To go further, what I've learned and experienced is that the things that we can control lead us to peace. Mm-hmm. The things that we cannot control lead us to stress and worry. And so I learned that by doing this, banging my head against the wall, expecting different results trying to control the things I have no control over, being stressed and worried. Stop controlling the things I can't control, focus on the things I can and find peace. That 
that has allowed me to be because the reality of the matter is life is going to keep lifing. That's what I tell my clients. Life will keep lifing. Life is lifing right now around us, within us, um, to us. But there's only one being thing that I actually can control. And that's me. And so I control how I build this business. I control how I think about this content. I control how I think about the shifts and the changes I want to see and the things I want to try. I can control those things. I can't control what's going to happen when I put it out there. I can do everything I can to try to make it uh, be well received or things, but I can't control that. And so why am I going to worry? Why am I going to stress myself? I want peace and peace is far greater than anything. And so therefore the reality is I've just had to understand, like I got tired of that. I got tired of hitting my head against the wall. And so the road to peace. And so now when I approach things, even when I'm looking at things, I'm like, is this going to lead me to a road of peace or lead me to a road of stress? I ultimately I'm asking myself, are you trying to control it? Or are you going to let it go? What are we, mm. we going to do? Mm. Ugh, that was so good. Like literally <laughs> I journaled this morning about yesterday was a day of angst for me. Mm-hmm. And not because a lot of craziness was going on, but futuristic stuff. Yes. So, you know, my nephew's coming into town for his birthday party. I am super excited about that. Excited to see him and love up on him if he lets me, right? <laughs> but it's how much work I know I have to do. And so I found myself in this state of so much anxiety that I mm. pretty much didn't accomplish anything. I did stuff, but not to my level. Right. Right. And so I literally journaled that the lesson I learned yesterday was one releasing or giving myself permission for peace to release personal deadlines. Cause not that these deadlines Mm. are set in stone by anyone else. These are my personal deadlines. And so when you said that, cause peace girl, (laughs) that feeling, And that's why we're in the space of entrepreneurship, right? Is to receive this peace because we can control things more. Um, But yeah, and stop running into the wall when literally the door is two inches to the right or left. (laughs) So why? (laughs) Exactly. Let it go, sis, brother. Let it go. (laughs) Love that. Love that. Okay. And so um, let's see. It's Cleese. Cliche as this sounds, what's okay. one thing you have to believe to achieve? Ooh, these are so good. I mean, seriously, because I love the whole believe to achieve because I, I say what your mind believes, your body receives, and then you achieve. Mm-hmm. So it's a pro- right. You're able to believe it, you receive it, your actions, and then you achieve it. So the thing that I believe to achieve. I believe that I have to give myself the space to be able to try. I believe that I have to give myself the space to try so that I can achieve whatever it is. Because far often or not, we create vision boards. And these are things that are sitting on a board. But there's never any plan to try how to get that, to achieve that. And so I believe it putting it on the vision board. How do I receive it? Creating the plan, trying it out so that I can achieve it. So I've learned that I have to 
give myself the grace to try it, to try to put the plan, even if the plan doesn't make sense, even if the plan falls apart, even if the plan only got two steps to it, but I'm believing I can do this so I can, so I can try it so that I can achieve it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Okay. So, and then just two more. So how okay. has embracing all aspects of you, everything that is Candace, <laughs> contributed to your success or equipped you to do what you do? I would say my tribe Mm -hmm. because support has been very big for me to be able to do what I do, right? Like, because these days, especially as an entrepreneur, we know can get lonely, they can get tiresome, they can get hard, uh, they can get frustrating. Um, Quite often I break up with it, make up with it, right? (laughs) We break up, we make up. (laughs) Healthiest, unhealthiest relationship I've ever been in. And so... (laughs) I'm like, I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. Like, this is literally my life sometimes. (laughs) I understand. And so having my tribe, my accountability to keep me focused on what it is that I said I want to set out to do has helped me in all things, no matter what stage or place I've been in. Um, I think, you know, as a child, we say it takes a village to raise a child. But I feel like at some point we become adults and we feel like we still don't need the village. We don't. And I said, instead of a village, we need a tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been putting the right tribe around me, right? So your tribe may consist of a therapist, it may consist of an accountability partner, it may consist of, um, you know, a, a, a counselor, a coach, a business coach, whatever, a nutritionist, whatever those things are to help you be you. And so in order to help me manage me, mm-hmm. um, my tribe has been very vital in every step and it's, and it's looked different depending on what season. So some people, um, have shifted and roles have shifted or, you know, things I brought in or things I didn't need anymore. But it's definitely been the tribe that has supported me so that no matter which way I fell, front, back, left, right, there was always someone there. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that you said, you know, the different seasons too, because as you elevate, which should be the goal, especially in business, right? Yeah. It's just like sitcoms, I feel like. Like, mm. Some characters may die off in this sitcom. They might reappear, you know, two more seasons later, right? True, um, true. And so I feel like we do go through a shedding season yeah. at times. And yeah. so I was literally just um, chatting with a friend yesterday because she's in that season. And I was like, I've shed so much that now I get excited about it. Because Ooh. I know that when I'm in that shedding season, greater is about to come. And God is just replacing those people and things needed yeah. with those that are no longer needed in this season of this this sitcom because yeah I think I'm the Harry Truman show just the female version right <laughs> and so I'm just like now I get excited about it it yeah. doesn't hurt yeah you're gonna miss them but that tribe is so important right to have the right ones around you so absolutely, absolutely love that so last but not least Any shout outs? Who's in your squad? Who have you connected with for success? Oh my goodness. So there's the list is so many. Like, I feel like, um, what was Whitney Houston? I think on that award ceremony, she was like reading this long list of like, (laughs) she was like, this and this and this and that's how I feel. Um, so if anyone's listening and I don't say you, please know that you are not far from my heart. Um, 
just blame my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say shout outs that this is probably going to sound really strange. So I would say my, the ancestors first. Yeah. Because my ancestors, um, specifically my, uh, two uncles that I had and my grandmother very much, I feel like are with me, um, in so many different ways, even in things I say or do, it shows up and I'm like, y'all for real, for real. So, <laughs> so, uh, I've connected, I connect with them and they keep me grounded. They keep me um, humble. They keep me mindful. Um, as far as in present day, I would definitely have to say, um, there's so many and too many to name, but like social media friends that I've, or, you know, family, friends and family that I've connected with, and we've never met in real life. Um, but I feel like we're growing up together in this thing called business, uh, because we kind of all were, you know, at the same place and it's like, we're doing this. So shout out to all of my social media family um, persons. And then for the um, amazing people in my life that I've had long life friends, uh, my sorority sisters are definitely um, awesome. Shout out to Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, uh, Kappa Chapter specifically. And my mom, my bestie, oh gosh, I really feel like Whitney Houston. Um, <laughs> but no, I would have to say, and, and truthfully, um, anyone that's probably just come along my way and deposited something, um, deposited something into my life, good, bad, and different. Yeah. Because I took it and something happened with it. I either learned from it or I learned an emotion that I didn't know existed. Uh, I learned a character strength or character flaw about myself like so anyone that I had been blessed to do this cross paths with in life um, I guess I have to say shout out to you because because of you I am who I am and continuing to evolve into who I'm going to be so thank you mm -hmm. love it yes Yes, yes, yes. We have to, the good and the bad happens for you, not to you. So yes. Absolutely. And those yeah, absolutely. that are successful have that perspective um, because they don't get stuck in the victim mode. So I love that. Yeah, so last but not least, let the people know um, anything you have going on and how they can find you and connect with you. How do you ask that question to a multi-passionate? <laughs> Where can they connect? How can they connect? Everywhere. No, <laughs> literally everywhere. Um, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Pinterest, LinkedIn, TikTok, I think are like the places and spaces that I'm running on a, on a regular right now. Like these are the clubs I hang out in. Exactly. Um, <laughs> right. My little viral playground, but also of course my website, which is easiest, which is by Um, That's a great place to be able to find all those places where I connect. And then as far as things that I have going on right now, um, the biggest thing that's happening is as of yesterday, which I'm super excited about, I just uh, relaunched my self-care merchandise store. And so, yes, thank you so much. It's been a long time. Uh, I had to take some time and assess and figure some stuff out and create, but now it's been relaunched because my thing or my model rather is 
Um, I believe that self-care should not only be, you know, we should live it, but we should also wear it. So therefore, we're going to rock and promote self-care so that not only you are an advocate, but that you're sharing with others how they should be an advocate for their own self-care. So you can find my merchandise by clicking the link in my bio on my Instagram page. If you click CD self-care merch, you can grab you a hoodie, some socks, a coffee mug, all of it if you want to. <laughs> Head to toe. <laughs> exactly. Love it. Love it. I will put all those links in the show notes. So thank you, ma'am, so much. This was so good. Oh, thank you for having me. This was great. Like I felt so comfortable. You, you make it easy. Like it felt like I was coming home and sitting down and having conversations. So, I mean, but that's who you are. So, and this is why you're the amazing coach that you are, because you absolutely create a space. Like it really takes that person to bring others um, to a place where they want to have conversation and share. And so thank you for being who you are. And again, creating the space and place to do this with people like us. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast. I hope you'll come back next week and join us for some more. And with that, Have a marvelous, marvelous, marvelous Monday, and I'll see you back here, same time, same place next week.